Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Shoulder to Shoulder Podcast, telling stories from the LAFC community match by match, fan by fan, story by story. We're going to go ahead and continue off where we left off the Jackie Robinson episode number 42 with here episode 43 with the gentlemen from Next Level Studios who have brought you the figgy. So joining us on the couch today, we have Martin, the chief content officer, Daniel, the chief financial officer, and Angel, the artist slash digital sculptor, which I have to think is like probably the coolest title for any artist that I have ever heard. <laughs> but we have the men behind Figgy. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again for episode 43. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank yeah. you for having us. It was an amazing episode before, you know, talking about the games. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for having us and sharing our story with you guys. Glad to be back. Yeah. yeah, well, so our, our playoff conversation ran a little long, and we didn't want to take anything away from your story. So we're here back with episode 43. Uh, Christian and I would like to hear from each of you guys, before we get into the story of Figgy, let's talk about the story of football and how it pertains to each one of you. So why don't you each tell us a little bit about how you came to love this, the beautiful game. In Mexico, I was born in Mexico, grew up there. I think that's the, the primary sport. Right. Well, to me, it was. You I think, think for the whole country it is. Yeah. yeah. What team did you support, Angel? Mexico, of course. Yeah. L3, yeah. Yeah, and then um, Chivas. Okay. I was a Chivas fan. So ever since I was small, I played soccer with my grandpa. And then fast forward when I came to the U.S., I was my parents always put me in some little soccer teams. Fast forward to high school, I was, we joined a soccer team. That's where I met Martin. And I was the captain of the team for a while for a preseason. I was the goalkeeper. And then after that, I had a falling out with the coach. And I had a tryout for a semi-pro team, which went good. But I I got scared, so I, I stopped going, which I regret. But that's my experience with soccer. I play goalkeeper. Loved yeah. it. You still play now? Not as much as I would like. Yeah. Because work and then... We're growing up, so that's time. Figgies, yeah. <laughs> but it's still fun when I get to play once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys up a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> so, Daniel, why don't you tell us a little bit yeah. about your history with soccer? Yeah. And, yeah. and well, you and Daniel, I mean, Daniel and Angel are siblings. Yeah. 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 So, essentially, um, like he mentioned before, um, we used to play soccer in Mexico with my grandfather. And that's probably one of the earliest memories i have of my life did you guys live in guadalajara or where were you guys from in mexico no we lived in morelos mm -hmm. and you guys weren't morelos fans no, that's no. funny <laughs> no, wow. actually um i was growing up i was always a necaxa fan oh really oh, yeah. yeah yeah um and not so, cdmx i guess yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean i haven't yeah. seen them in a long time yeah but... we stopped watching mexican soccer in a while yeah 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 so i grew up being a necaxa fan and one of the earliest memories is um, playing soccer alongside my brother and my grandfather. And I don't know, I guess that memory just stuck with me so for so long. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I grew up liking soccer so much. Sure. I mean, I also remember going to a, a game over there in Mexico. And one of my favorite players was Raton Zarate. No way. Yes. That's awesome. And I think, I mean, I could be misremembering completely. But what I remember is that we went and I actually got to meet him 
um, and maybe even get his autograph. I would have been like three years old, so. That's super me, cool. It, it stuck with me for so long, and when we came over here to the States, I would play from time to time in a couple of, uh, like, little soccer teams that they would put us on, but I never really got into the whole competition with soccer. I essentially wanted to play more, like, freestyle. Like, for fun, and, yeah, street for games? Fun, that yeah, for sort of stuff. That was always my thing. Pickup. Yeah, pickup games. And then when, was, when you added some competition to that, eh, it wasn't really my style. But for some reason whatsoever, I decided to join the high school soccer team, which at the time, when I was in high school, we didn't have a soccer team. In fact, the year that we joined, it was the first year. Really? What school was that? It was Orthopedic Hospital Medical Magnet High School. It's, um, probably don't know where it's at, but it's right next to Trade Tech. Yeah, it's right there. There's a stop right there, no? Oh, yeah. There's a metro uh, stop. Yeah, yeah. There's, so I, a, there's a metro stop. I, I take the train all the time. Next I'm to very the Lorenzo observant. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. wow. Yeah. Surprisingly, how people actually know where it is. Mm -hmm. I've told people, and they're like, oh, wow, really? I feel like I've always had to explain it to everybody. <laughs> um, and that's where we went, Martin. Where we met Martin. We met a, a couple of other friends. The good thing is if you're injured, it's orthopedics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it happened to me. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. It happened to me. <laughs> it was a joke, but it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, yeah, now that I think about it, I did once get injured playing soccer. I fractured my wrist. Okay. I went to the orthopedic hospital and everything got settled there. So that's essentially my story with soccer. I grew up playing it, always watching it, always loving it. I don't play it as much as I used to. Right. Um, but it's something that I've always thought in the back of my mind, like, hey, you know, call up a couple of friends that we used to play with and then let's set something up. Yeah. How about you, Martin? Um, for me, it's a little, it's a little different. And it actually, it's very interesting. Uh, I've known Angel and Danny for years. And there's a lot, like, we're le I'm learning new things, <laughs> you know, just awesome. Uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, No, essentially, for me, it's a little different. My parents are from Puebla. Um, so I was born here, but uh, we used to kind of go for Puebla. That was a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's a good I, team. My dad went to WAP in Puebla. So when, like, two years ago, a few years back, Lowell's WAP wasn't a thing. So I used to follow here and there. Never really played. I, I remember elementary school, they put me in a soccer club for like a year and that was pretty much it um but i always love watching world cup soccer i remember 98 and i've been watching every ever since waking up early for like the germany game russia so i've always loved international soccer you know so it's been like that i haven't had a team i'm up until lafc essentially before that i've always jumped around kind of like with other sports in la you know especially you know except for the lakers you know Lakers all the way but um, that's been my kind of my thing with soccer has been like in and out, in and out, brief, you know, you know stuff in TV. And then the the Puebla team got a, to the second division or something. Mm -hmm. So yep. kind of just went away. So it was, I know my dad hates America. and <laughs> I feel like you either love him or hate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so every time we, I remember my dad used to watch soccer on the weekends. And every time my America played, my dad would like always root for the other team. And I kind of <laughs> just grew up with that. And was like, oh, you know, I don't want America to win. So it's that, that, you know, that's kind of like, you know, a little thing that I have in, you know, my mind, my, in my history. But um, fast forward to high school, I was really, really big, you know, my first few years in high school. And I just needed to get into sports. And soccer was, you know, inaugural season. So I joined it and started going ham, if I'm honest. Like, I before that, I had 
what one year of experience playing soccer versus you know these guys and i only made it because of my grades I only made it because of my grades because they, they cut a lot of people because of the GPA. So I, I got in because of my grades. But then I, I was like, you know, I'm going to dedicate myself. And I, you know, I did. I eventually became the free kicker. The, the, the oh, free really? kick kicker. Really? And I had a curveball. I remember once I made a goal almost from like, so I was supposed to throw it in into the, to the box. But I almost, like, I hit the post. And I, it was like three quarters. Wow. You were trying in, to cross it, but it became a shot. Yeah, but it was three quarters. I was on our side. And so it was going to be a three quarter, you know, courtyard goal. But it would have been amazing. But what do they call it the shots, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have yeah, not gone in. I mean, they didn't go in. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I met these guys playing soccer. And we've ever since we've, I've known Angel since middle school here and there. But not like we hung out until we ended up playing together. So that's my little history with soccer. So you guys are like childhood teenage friends, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Connected through soccer. So did you guys follow any teams, af- like MLS teams prior to LAFC, or, or was it just following international clubs? Well, the interesting to me is like, even though you guys are brothers, you guys follow different teams. <laughs> you know, it's Chivas and Necaxa. They both have stripes in red, I guess. Maybe you guys got confused. And then you're Puebla and Lobos Buab, right? But before all that, you guys... MLS started here. It doesn't matter. Never liked MLS. No. 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 I followed the BPL and the Spanish League, yeah. but not MLS. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say I never liked MLS. I just didn't really think much about it. Got it. Um, before LAFC came along, I always, I mean, maybe it's a wrong way to think about it. I mean, it is a wrong way to think about it. But like everyone else, like, oh, well, MLS, it's definitely a tier below all of the other. Uh, leagues and if I'm gonna be watching the sport, why not watch like some of the best ones? Right. So no, before LAFC, I never really had an MLS team. All I know is I did not like Galaxy. That's always been with me. <laughs> never yeah, like Galaxy. And um, so I, I used to watch BPL. I mean, I still do. And the Bundesliga. Yeah. I what teams do you root for over there? Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're an Arsenal fan, aren't you? I am an Arsenal fan for sure. Um, and I mean, look, I, I, I don't, you know, I have family in different parts of Germany and they root for different teams. Um, I mean, I think the thing about Bayern is like, it, it's like, they it's like always America. have the best players. It's like America. You know, they, they always dominate. And so it gets a little boring, but I mean, come time for all those same players to suit up for De Mannschaft and when they play for the German national team, then I'm 100% behind those guys, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, or when Bayern is playing some other random European club that I have no interest in, um, I'll, I'll always root for Bayern in those cases. But um, they are, I mean, look, they're probably the most captivating team to watch, but um, my family in Germany would, would be very disappointed in me if I came out as a fan. So, <laughs> so I'm sure you're pretty happy with that scoreline against Spurs. <laughs> I was ecstatic with that scoreline against Spurs, as a matter of fact, uh, which we touched on last week. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Rich and Matt and their terrible love of the Tottenham Hotspur. But yeah, I mean, look, as an Arsenal fan, anytime Spurs lose, you have to be happy. And if it's, uh, you know, at, at the hands of a German team, all the better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's, that's one of the reasons why I think I kind of got into Bayern Munich, their players, man. Sure. I think I started, I became a fan maybe about 10 years ago or so, back when Ribery, Robin were all in their prime, Schweinsteiger. Yeah. I mean, Cruz is probably like a little baby at that time. Yeah. So that's when I got into it. And Philip Lahm. Yeah. Philip Lahm was one of my favorite players. Still yeah. one of my favorite players. I agree with that. 
Um, I respect Baum. Thomas yeah, Baum. Yeah, yeah, so many yeah. great players. I mean, pretty much every great German player in the last 20 years has, has donned the Bayern kit at some point in time. So. Yeah. yeah, I think Lam is probably one of the greatest fullbacks yeah. to have ever played the game. Ambidextrous. Opinion. He could play almost anywhere. Is he the greatest right back of all time? Right back. Right back. I don't know. What was Roberto Carlos? He was left back. He was left back? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I liked Javier Zanetti from Inter in Argentina. That's who I'm trying to compare him with. But leadership and then also being able to play on the left or center back or even defensive mid, like, I think he was a more complete player. I don't know if he was the best right back. That, I'll, I'll take that. That's I'll take my, that as that's best my, right that's back. That's my answer. Because yeah, Zanetti couldn't do that. So enough about yeah. Bayern Munich and, yeah. and German players, boys. How did you become aware that LAFC was happening and when did you guys get involved with the club? So it, it all started with me, essentially, the guy that knows less about soccer, actually. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I was... I went to USC and I remember I was at C at the time and they announced it. And I don't remember the hundred percent of details of how I got involved hundred percent, but I know that it got announced in October and I had my email from November when I signed up for the newsletter. I think they, they were around USC or at USC and they were talking about it. And I remember it was just very, like, you know, they were like very hyped and it was just amazing. And they were just, and kind of going back to the MLS. I mean, I never really liked the galaxy either. And I was like, oh, awesome, our own team. And they were talking about this identity of L.A. I grew up in, you know, in, in downtown L.A. I grew up, you know, in that area before all this craziness and, you know, happening all this success. And they were like, you know, I was like saying, oh, we're going to bring soccer to this main city. So it was awesome. And I was just like, oh, dude, this is great. You know, let's do it. You know, so I signed up for it. I told Angel and Danny, I was like, dude, let's do this, sign up, you know, this is going to be awesome. So that's how I got involved with that. And I kind of brought them into the, into the game. I messaged them right away. I was like, dude, we got to check this out. And this is, I mean, I still have my original sticker, uh, the one red letters still, oh, wow. you know, so I've been with the club, with LAFC. And that's, a, you know, it's been amazing. I've been with LAFC since almost the beginning. And, you know, it was just one of those random visits that they did, I think, and I was just right there, right place, right time. And you guys are so young. Like, did you guys see that newsletter and buy tickets or just just kind of wanted to be involved and, and follow the team until you guys felt like I just, I just wanted to commit? Like, I like I like supporting fresh teams, new teams, just because you're apart from the beginning. And I think that was the thing that drove me the most. Just, and also the, the whole identity being in the city, you know, because Carson's and Carson... And it's far away and stuff like that. So they were very like, you know, very city, you know, our city, our place kind of kind of motto. And that's how I kind of jumped in. And it, it gave you a different feeling, a different connection. Yes, definitely. I was kind of hesitant. I told Martin, let me see the jerseys first. I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah. So right. let me see the jersey. They're cool. I'll jump on it. And they showed the black and gold. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> was it the jersey, the crest? Like what captivated since you have that artistic the, kind of eye? The simplicity and then the, the crest is really well done and the black and gold. Yeah. The art, go, do you like go, the art deco? Yeah. The they wing? Go well, they, yeah. they go well together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think as an architect, I think, you know, the whole LA art deco and the crest, I think it was a design amazing. I think it was done beautiful. I actually follow the, I forgot his name already, the, the guy that designed the logo on Instagram. And Matt I remember following seeing his, his, his sketches, his yeah. work and stuff like that. And I think they did a great job, I, you know. It was amazing. Yeah, he created a whole font. He also yeah. did the New York City FC like, logo. Oh, I did not so, know that. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Google him, a Matt, like Matt Wolf, and uh, all his work is on his webpage. And obviously, LAFC is on there, but he's done a lot of really cool stuff. And I feel like he does a good job of 
uh, doing research about the project, yeah. um, getting different images from the city or whatever the thing that he's trying to create and incorporating them, but still keeping it simple and clean. I feel like whatever the job is, it represents it. And I, the people that see it revealed identify with it. I, it's it's not an easy thing to do, even though it sounds simple. And that's true. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, Mr. The Wolf, if you ever want to come on the show and tell us about yeah. that, uh, open door invitation, Matt Wolf, please come. Yeah, tell us all us about to it. Invite me because uh, you know, I'm a great fan. <laughs> no, another thing, the club, you know, it's the way you know, Art Deco and one of the prime, you know, you know, eras is the 30s and 40s. And they debuted this logo at the Union, Sta- at Union Station. It was just, you know, a great, it was just everything's done properly everything's done well were you guys able to like participate in any of these events or um unfortunately i could have gone but i was in school it's sure. you know at the moment oh, man, I, I did see the instagram and i was like could have gone sure um but no i did not go to all these cool events did any of you guys go to any of the the rallies the foundation signing event the crest release the i went to launch? the foundation event crazy story like i had a, all these pins in my hat and my car got broken into and they took my hat and all these cool pins that they're never gonna be released ever again but yeah i did go to the foundation event and there went to, i think i went to one rally i wouldn't invite them but yeah i mean you're the one who probably goes to a lot of those <laughs> the guys. guy that knows yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> So, so I guess let's go back to what you were saying. You're saying that you sent them this email or text to them. So when you said that you didn't want to commit until you saw the jersey, is there something that you were waiting for to trigger your commitment to the club? Was Martin's friendship not enough? <laughs> um, at least that got me interested. Yeah, yeah. But I think I was the most hesitant to begin with because I thought it would be... I'll be honest with you, I thought it would be like another galaxy. I hate saying that now, <laughs> especially with how much I've grown to love the club. I think uh, you're justified in that, though. I think there are a lot of people who had reservations about an MLS team and what that meant. And obviously what LAFC has gone on to prove has has dissolved all of those inhibitions. But I think you certainly have a well-founded opinion of saying prior to any of what we know now, to doubt an MLS franchise upon its formation for being less than significant is, is it's understandable. Yeah, well said. It's good with words. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> not ladies, but you know, that's <laughs> So it took a while for me to actually jump on the boat. Heck, I, I can't remember exactly when it was, but it wasn't until opening game where I was fully sold onto it. Before that, I mean, even going to the game, I was still eh, yeah, a little, I, yeah, a little yeah. hesitant, but I was willing to accept it. Um, but opening game was just, yeah, ever since then, been black and gold. So, so I mean, that that solidified it for you. Were you, um, Daniel, like more in? Like, were you pumping up Angel? Yeah, we got to go to this game. Sorry. When they signed Carlos Vela, I was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> you got my attention. But yeah, definitely since the first, um, yeah. The first game, Martin told me we gotta go. Yeah. I'm like okay, we yeah. get tickets, and then we went. And I'm like, so okay. you were in. Yeah. Daniel was still like, I don't know. Because yeah, we watched them. They played away for a couple of games. Yeah, yeah. and they were. And they were like, oh, they won the first game. Yeah. I was like, wow. And then they won five zero. Yeah, and like wow. <laughs> yeah. There's something here. Yeah. So you become fans of LAFC, and then how does that transition to? the formation of Next Level Studios. How did that idea come about? What what sort of spawned this concept of creating your own business together? So essentially, we've known each other since high school and we've always wanted to create something. We've had many small little ventures here and there and they've never 
they've gone somewhere, but not, you know, to the success of Figgy and Next Level. And even then, you know, we go all grow, you know, more, more, more and more. But essentially, we we just wanted to create something. You know, me as an you know as an architect, him as an artist, uh, even Daniel as an engineer. We we've always wanted to create something. We want to want to make something for the people, for everybody to enjoy. And um, I think we just kept getting together and we're like we gotta make something happen you know and it was never like uh, oh we're gonna make this much money for this and this and this it was never about that it was more about trying to create something for the people for everybody to enjoy and you know and up to now we've gotten good feedback so essentially it's just uh you know the to create something for the people you know from us you know we wanted to do shirts a long time ago before figuring many years ago i designed a little character wanted to put on shirts that fell through and then i went to downtown la to buy blank snapbacks and i used to paint my own i used to paint the hulk superman i paint, paint them by hand i wanted to sell them they didn't sell but we tried we've all had this itch to create something and now we're all collectors of figures so i told them let's let's create like a figure i know how to sculpt let's buy a 3d printer and let's create something. Yeah, and I think that's something that really solidified everything. Once we actually got the 3D printer, we, I mean, we invested quite a bit of money into it. And so it kind of gave us the urgency, like, okay, wow, we have this now, we have to do something about it. And little by little, um, we started getting like a few jobs to just print something for people, that, like one-offs, things that they wanted. Um, which was really fun and really interesting. I mean, we got to learn a lot about 3D printing. I mean, he already knew about sculpting, yeah. but uh, I have absolutely no idea about it. I've seen him do it, but apart from that, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. And at least I needed to find a way into uh, this business, or at least I had to find something that I wanted to do. So at first it, be it came with just cleaning up the 3D prints, you know, getting my hands dirty, that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. And once that actually started taking off, then I, I decided that, okay, well, I should find something I like. I'm an engineer, I like numbers. That's a stereotypical thing, but I, I can handle all the finances. I can do things with money. I can do calculations, anything you need me to do for that. Um, so I think little by little, things started coming together. Mm -hmm until what has ultimately become Next Level Studios right now. We're still obviously very young, yeah. but we now have a, a figure that we can actually say that, wow, we created it. After those years of um, trying to get something off the ground, we actually have it. So you guys found the output and you guys over time figured out what each other's roles would be to, to bring this output, this creative expression. Yeah, correct. And, you know, one of the things, like, you know, I've always, you know, known Angel since high school, and we would kind of do, like, these, you know, sketch-offs, you know, Spanish class and stuff like yeah. that. And, I mean, Angel's way more talented than I am, you know, drawing-wise. And it was just one of those things, like, you were going to art school for a while, and, you know, and he, he wanted to do something with it, and I kind of just was trying to push him as well to kind of like show his art to the people you know he's he's a he's a talented you know artist and he's he's great and i think you know we just wanted to show people what he was you know capable of and we put our our stuff together uh we found our role and we 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 pushed it on and you know here we are now hopefully we grow much much you know bigger as long alongside you guys as well you know so so 
Angel, question about the creative process. How many versions did you go through? What was sort of your inspiration behind the design itself? Uh, walk us through from the artist's perspective how you go from the idea of creating a figure to the figgy we have sitting before us today. Okay, for figgy, it was, I remember the exact date. It was a street-by-street street release date because there was an Adidas truck and they had a little figure and they're like a little skeleton. You guys did this all that fast? Yeah. That was like this year. Yeah. Well, we, we well we had other stuff beforehand. We were working on as a thing like Next Level is pretty young in itself. Sure. I think it's a year and a half old because we've it. had other stuff, and I think we we keep rebranding because we didn't want to like our past kind of like follow us. Wow. Um, okay. But um, we've had other little figures, but then the street by street event is when yeah. you know when he was talking about is when we kind of took Figgy. All right. So you saw the Adidas truck. I saw the Adidas truck and the little figure in there. And I asked her, um, where can I buy that one? Like, oh, not for sale. You got to go look for it somewhere else. And I turned to these guys and I said, let's make a designer toy for LAFC. Why don't MLS teams have one? So that day I went home, turned on the computer, and I started sketching on the ZBrush. It's a the sculpting program. Mm-hmm. I did four or five different, five or six different versions of Figgy. And I sent it to them. They're like, oh, I like this. I don't like this. So I took their feedback and I um I put all the good stuff together. Which I went for is Figgy's like a fan because he has like everyday fan, but he has the face of a skull because I see in all the in the games like skull flags, um, scarves, a lot of skulls, the los muertos. Yeah. Okay, let's incorporate that. Let's put a hat on because a lot of us wear hats to the games. And a scarf and some joggers and um, some Jordans that took off the logos. And then the Jordan inspired, they're not Jordans. Yeah, Jordan inspired. <laughs> yeah. The original mm. prototype of Figgy had the LAFC crest on it, on the hat. Oh, okay. Because my idea, I was dreaming big. Like, let's get into the HQ, that'd be so awesome. Sure, sure. So we tried to pitch it. We met Rich. Obligatory rich shout out every episode. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, we you know through people because we we went to a game right, yeah. and we took the prototype with the crest and everything, and uh, it was all gray. I'm sure you've seen maybe pictures, maybe not. And we through through people you know through the community we we were able to see uh, get a face to face with Rich very quick face to face, but it was you know a, a great monumental face to face meeting. He saw it. Um, I don't even know if he remembers it, but, um, but he, he saw it. I was like, this is awesome, guys. Uh, just take the logos out because of all, you know, the MLS and all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, make it your own and, you know, go to town with it. And I mean, that's what we did. You know, Angel painted it black and gold for the colors. Um, you want to continue, Angel, with your... Yeah, so basically, I wanted to make him like an unofficial mascot because I like... To me, it was cool. So... If I like it, I'm pretty sure other people will like it. So that's what I based it on. And I obviously with their feedback, it is what it is today. So it's been a journey with Figgy. Like even the prototype does not look like this one a little bit. Yeah, There's he, some stuff that changed even from that prototype we showed Rich originally um, to what it is now. He um, had different shoes. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if we would put them side by side right now, I'd be like, wow. We could actually see the progress. Right. Is he wearing goalie gloves? Or are those just gloves? They're just gloves. Just gloves? Yeah. Well, he's a goalie, so, like, you know. I mean, I never, Angel, you know. I never thought about that, but yeah. <laughs> they're just gloves, but it's a good point. Yeah, I'm just, I just, that's the connection I made. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought, you know, goalie-inspired. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. But that's a, ultimately, it's like Figgy is the person, like the ultimate fan, and is you know everybody embodied, you know the community, and people can associate with them in whichever way they want. You know, if there's a guy that you know a kid that wants to be a goalkeeper, it's like oh Figgy's a goalkeeper. You sure. know, so stuff like that. You know, it's awesome. You know, it's awesome that people have different interpretations of. Figure, you know, awesome. That's awesome that you know Rich took the time to meet with you guys and gave you the advice. Like it's gonna be a hard uphill battle to try to get the the league to approve this. Yeah. It would have delayed you so so much time. Like why stifle this creative expression? And then you know if people like it, let the market dictate that. Yeah. You know, put it out, put your effort in. You know, a three person team to to contribute and create this, and then actually you know have it sold like. You know, talk talk through that you know you guys are friends that this this project bring you guys closer together has been ups and downs like what has that been like you know very young people trying to put this out i'm sure there's you know feedback or it could be criticism like there there must have been some some stuff out there that you guys probably grew from but it's, it's, um, it's definitely been ups and downs yeah. i mean like I believe Angel, like, like I said, Angel's a great guy and he's a talented person, but he gave up many times and, you know, we were we were there to be like, hey, dude, this is it's not going to be easy. Now we've learned from yeah. it. Sure. And now we've gone past it, but he didn't really take criticism that well. Um, and uh-huh. look, we're, we're laughing now, but it's definitely yeah. something that... That's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. And it's, I, I think that's one of the darkest kind of stories behind Figgy where like where like we would tell him something and he would just like no I don't you know kind of like, give up yeah because when you put all your time and your effort into yeah. this and I get and it and they tell you yeah. oh yeah. I don't like it like oh man I just put this amount of time on it yeah can you tell me something positive please yeah well, I think anyone can empathize with that feeling for sure yeah. yeah yeah you know and and you know one of the things that kind of helped me help him was like you know in architecture school they grill you man like you know once you know you show them something that you've worked all night long no sleep no food no anything and it's like oh you know you could do this or just you know i don't like it so it's like one of the things school taught me that i got to like kind of like mold you know you know with him you know like you know relax take it you know instead of looking at the negative look at the positive of what we're telling you that it's not good or what's bad yeah, I mean, at one point he considered me the worst critic he's ever heard, and I'm a nice guy. <laughs> and yeah, your you brothers, are the worst <laughs> you guys are family. <laughs> but um, the way I see it is like he—I I know what he's capable of. I, yeah. I see him every day working on it, three, four hours every single day after he gets home from work, and I know what he's capable of. And when I see something that I feel he could change, like I don't know, I guess I try my best to tell him, like, okay, you know what, this looks good, but maybe try doing it this way it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not going with that idea maybe just try another variation and yeah. see uh, we'll compare the two once they're right next to each other right yeah and ultimately there's a thing that i think we saw the potential that the angel had and yeah. i think that's the potential that we saw in him and us together and i think that's what we were trying to you know tell him you know hey here's a technical question like i know that you're a sculptor and you were using like this kind of airbrushing like program when you got the digital printer did you have to learn a new program to kind of make your sketches into a 3d or did you have to learn how to use a 3d program well the program i sculpted in is 3d okay 3d already okay but yeah i had to to it's liquid resin so it's expensive like ink it's ink it's expensive so what i had to learn how to hollow out the model 
how to scale it, how to export it to the 3D through the 3D printer program, and how to add supports. So when it prints, the it's stable. Yeah, it's it can won't stand. Fall. Yeah, and then plus um, how to ma- do maintenance on a 3D printer. So it's a learning curve, but I think I, we got it pretty down now. I mean, certainly the final product speaks to that. And I think, you know, obviously there's a lot of hard work that goes into creating something artistic, right? That's something creative like this. And the fact that you guys have all been friends for so long probably is kind of what galvanized you guys in order to be able to get through this together without any of those conflicts being something it would be so easy to walk away from. I think you really benefited from the fact. Um, I'm curious, how did you guys arrive at the name? I mean, obviously Figueroa, but... um, you know, I mean, why, why that choice? What was, were there some other names you guys kicked around? What was that process like? Yes. Um, Figgy was Figueroa, just because of location. I'm a huge history buff. And we were throwing names out there back and forth and back and forth. We have a whole list. And I was just like, why not make it simple and easy to remember? And exactly. um, I think we were trying too hard on naming this thing. I don't remember any other names, if I'm honest, but there was a lot. And I remember one that I kind of felt led to this was I wanted to name him Bob <laughs> for the simplicity, yeah. but then I realized, well, Bob Bradley, we already have a Bob. <laughs> so, um, but I, I think that's when we started realizing that, okay, we want a simple name, something short, something yeah. that really sticks to it. Yeah, and, and um, I, at the time, I didn't know that, like, I, I met, uh, I saw the Eresi Falcons. And mm-hmm. Ali was for Olvera. I didn't know there was other ones, if I'm honest. Um, and I, I, I knew of Ali, and it was Olvera. So I was like, some fig, you know, Figueroa. Um, and growing up, it was always been fig. You know, it's not Figueroa, it's fig. Uh, so I was like, fig, figgy, figgy. You know, like, figgy, this is awesome. You know, and I told it, you know, I texted these guys, figgy, what do you guys think? I think at first we were still thinking other ones with figgy and then eventually we chose figgy and we're like dude it somehow stuck yeah and that's how we did it because i think when i was first exposed to it that was something that stood out to me i mean not only was it you know the culture of the creative behind it and the collecting of of you know the characters and that sort of thing but the name really stuck with me and it really resonated with me from the onset and i think that was something that i found sort of captivating about the product from day one i was like oh figgy and i was like man that's a clever name um, you know, I mean, it certainly works out. I mean, obviously that's, that's the, uh, Instagram handle for the, you know, at figgy underscore yeah. LA that everybody knows and, you know, recognizes the figure from now. I think that was kind of a stroke of genius on your part. I was curious to hear, hear how that came about. So how has, um, you know, now that you guys are in production, how have sales been? What are things looking like? How's it looking going forward? I mean, we've, we've sold, uh, a few, uh, quantities here and there, um, it's, so whereabouts? Where have they gone? Um, yeah. Are they all for people here in LA? Or? <laughs> so 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 essentially, originally, um, when we were you know starting this idea, we wanted to sell to the local people. I mean, Figgy, you know, Figueroa, LFC, the supporters, um, and then on Instagram, people started reaching out from other places of the country at first, and that's when we're like, oh, you know, we're gonna have to create an online store for this because you know, we're not going to ship it ourselves or how are we going to do that stuff? And so we, we did our Shopify uh, initially. 
Um, and then we saw that nextlevelstudios.net was open, the domain. We jumped on it, so then we created our own store there. For the listeners, again, that's www.nextlevelstudios.net. So if you are interested in purchasing your own figgy, that would be where you would go, www.nextlevelstudios.net. Uh, if you have been following at figgy underscore LA, that's where you could go ahead and make that purchase. Yeah, um, go ahead and, you know, there's pins. Um, we have very few left of those. We yeah, have like the, 10, the 10, 15. selling like really, really well. Yeah, so um, yeah, so go ahead and check it out. We have a little gallery as well, you know, figgy in different places, kind of like the Instagram. But um, we have, you know, we've gone all around the, we're international. Um, one of them went to Amsterdam. Um Another one's Hawaii, which is technically the U.S., but <laughs> it's still. Across the sea. Across yeah. the sea. One has a hula and one's at a cannabis like, <laughs> cafe. cafe. <laughs> Windmill. Yeah. Wind. Oh, yeah. Where, where okay. else okay. have you gone? Um, and then just all across. I mean, I yeah. think. Well, there's I a mean, lot of from L.A. There's a, yeah. in, there's a lot from L.A. Yeah. And also from other states, surprisingly, like South Carolina yeah. or some, Washington. Yeah, which is it's surprising. Been, because it's, been, it's been crazy because like, we've gotten messages where like, they're like, oh, you know, how many figures are left? Uh, I get paid next week, you know. And it's awesome to see and hear, like, oh, you know, and you know, we get messages like, are you still available? Are you still? Um, so it's, you know, and people from like, you know, like Georgia's, the Carolinas. Um, so I think the furthest one right now is Amsterdam, which was definitely. Uh, we were. <laughs> It was a very exciting moment. We're like, wow. I was surprised. I'm like, oh my God, how do we ship international? I don't know how to ship international. Yeah, it's a learning process. Yeah, yeah so it was like little, little little things here and there. We're like, at first it was like, we're trying to sell here locally. And then people was like from abroad, were like, hey, you know, are you going to be shipping? So then we created the store. And then it's just step by step. And it's awesome, been awesome. So now, now that you have Figgy, you have the pins. Is there other creative expressions that, you know, the character of Figgy might be on? Are you going to go back to maybe some of the T-shirt ideas, some you know, other graphic design kind of ideas that you've maybe kicked around previously but didn't have the right output or character? Now that you have this fan base, you know, 22,000 people go to the stadium. A lot of people watch. Are you trying to find other things that, you know, some of the other people maybe don't want a figurine, but they might want something else that's Figgy. We've got a request for a a female partner for Figgy. Oh. Yeah, so that'll be in the works in the future. Yeah, you can yes. call it like Expo or King. We we actually have a, a, a cool name in okay. store for it. Okay, don't it, reveal it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually it's, reveal it. We want to no, no. It's based on history, which is awesome. A lot of people don't know about this, but it has to do with a street near the bank that has changed names, that has a new name now. So not a lot of people know the name of this. Street. I have an idea, I won't reveal it. Because I'm a history buff. <laughs> so, Watch this space, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, like Angel was mentioning, um, people have been requesting a female partner. And I think we were talking also having eventually a, a pet for Figgy and his new companion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in the works. But our next adventure right now is... Um, I, I guess this is the first time you guys are hearing this, um, or I don't know what time you'll be listening to this. We got invited to Designer Con 2019, November 22nd. 22nd oh, that's a big deal. Center. You guys can talk about the MLS Cup there, too. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> and I think is is we kind of kept down the wraps right now because we're doing a new 
figure for that event. Three new figures. Um, three new figures. It's gonna be a full family. Yeah. <laughs> um, limited quantities. Yeah. Limited quantities. It's, it's the debut of them. They won't be able to sell until like probably next year. But it's definitely you know. They're printing at my house as we print, speak. But actually, they're, yeah. they're printing ten that will be selling there. Wow. And is then someone running it for you. Is an auto. It's, it's on an auto. <laughs> gonna, they take like a day to print. Yeah. It's, it's Whoa. Like, yeah, it's, no yeah, it's, way. It's, yeah, it takes a, a while. You should have mentioned that earlier. I'm blown away. <laughs> I, I thought it would be much, much quicker. Yeah. Well, we're printing four at a time. So each one takes six hours. Six hours. So like 24 hours, 24 hours. Wow. But um, wow. yeah, so we'll be releasing three new figures there. If you want to check it out, look at the Instagram and also if you have a chance. Yeah, we'll provide more Pay a visit. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, we're still getting details as we speak. Um, so the Figgy Fam is growing. Yeah. The Figgy Fam is, <laughs> is growing, will grow. So it's awesome. Um, especially, you know, it's, it's a collaborative effort, but, you know, especially for Angel to show his, you know, his techniques and all that stuff out there. Well, gentlemen, I could not be more impressed with what you guys have put together as far as the product is concerned. I'm super stoked to have my own number 42 yeah. because of my love for Jackie Robinson uh, as my idol growing up. And, of course, to have you guys on the show, four episodes, 42 and 43. Um, there's some, some synergy there, some synchronicity. That's pretty cool um, that that's the number that I ordered, and that ends up being the episode in which you debuted on S2S. So, um, that's how we planned it. I'm joking. We, we did it. <laughs> we did it. not planned that way. <laughs> yeah, we talked about out. it like in episode one. We're like, all right, 42. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, before we close out, guys, um, you know, we have one question we'd like to ask that we did not get to in episode 42, but it is the most important question. We'd really like to hear, guys. What does shoulder to shoulder mean to each one of you? You want to kick it off? Uh, I'll start it. To me, it means a community. I'm, I'm an introvert. If you guys haven't noticed, uh, but you're, since you're so <laughs> since LAFC started, we've been going to tailgates. I've met a lot of people. I've made a lot of friendships. It's been fun, and that's what shoulder to shoulder means to me: making friendships, a community, some people you can rely on. Yeah, paying back, well, piggybacking off of that. That's essentially what shoulder to shoulder means to me. Unity. Like, um, especially with regards to LAFC, um, in game, like you could see for 90 minutes, people are, they become friends for 90 minutes, share memories, share experiences with them, and ultimately have a good time with them. But also taking that off the pitch and out of the game, I feel like shoulder to shoulder also means that you always have someone next to you. You're never really truly alone. There's always someone there for you, whether to support you, just to be there with you. That's essentially what I get out of shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, I mean, for me as well, I mean, I think of the community since day one, like I mentioned, like they were out there hyped. Um, and I'm talking about this is before they had anything, essentially. Well, I'm, I'm sure they had something in their behind their curtain, but um, it was just since day one has always been about the community, about the city, about everybody. And if you become involved, then you will be black and gold, you know, forever. Um, and I think that's, you know, and if you go to the games, you know, we were talking about earlier, like, um, you know, everybody knows that lay for celebrities and stuff like that. But like, you know, in, in the stadium, you have all these, you know, names, you know, players from other, you know, you know, NFL, NBA come in and they're just, just like us, you know, hanging out and enjoying the game and, you know, being with the fans, you know, so it's, just the community, the way that we are involved, you know, the whole, the city has one inside the stadium and outside the stadium. Um, and also like, you know, like the shield opportunity, you know, who, you know, like you had mentioned earlier, like 
we were we got to carry it you know it's something that i never thought i was ever gonna you know you know i remember when the lakers won the championship the the trophy was all over there you know and then you know so it's like it's been, it's been awesome i think it's you know it's heavy <laughs> um <laughs> but it was awesome it was a great moment we showed up at the tailgate and they had it there we're like hey can we can we take a picture it's like yeah dude let's go let's, let's do it um, so it was like, it was awesome, you know, so it's definitely the community, the unity, um, in, yeah, being together. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, if you would like to follow Next Level Studios, uh, you can follow them at Figgy underscore LA. If you would like to order your very own Figgy, which we highly recommend, you can do that at www.nextlevelstudios.net. We would like to thank Martin MCL for joining us. You can follow him at M underscore pixel dot CL. Uh, he is, of course, the chief content officer for Next Level Studios. Uh, Daniel, the CFO, chief financial officer, and Angel, our artist slash digital sculptor. Uh, again, I'm, I'm envious of that title. That's, that's a really cool <laughs> title. Sounds, sounds cool when you say it. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for showing up. For those of you out there in the community, if you want to follow us, we are at LAFCS2S on all your social media platforms. You can reach out to us at www.lafcs2s.com, or you can shoot any of us an email with our first names, be it Chris, Christian, or Jonathan at LAFCS2S. And you can fire us an email if you have any questions about the show, ideas for guests or content, or maybe you have a story that you would like to come on and tell us. Uh, we have the off-season coming up and a lot of space to fill, and we would love to hear back from so many members of the community. Uh, you might not think your story is that captivating, but trust me, once we get you on the couch, it'll sound much, much cooler. Um, so thank you to everyone out there for listening to this episode 43. Um, before we send you home, we do want to announce that in partnership with Next Level Studios, us here at S2S are going to be pairing with a, a bit of a giveaway. Boys, I don't want to steal your thunder, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So essentially, we're getting together and we're going to be giving away a figgy to a lucky winner out there. All you got to do is, you know, follow at Shoulder Shoulders Podcast on Instagram um, at LAFCS2S and follow us at NewFiggy underscore LA and tag two people that would love another Figgy as well. And maybe you guys will win. We'll raffle it out and we'll give it a week and we'll announce the winner next next Monday. Next maybe Tuesday. Maybe game day? Game day. Great. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll announce the winner um, at at the tailgate, and maybe try and see if we can't get somebody to come yeah. out to Christmas Tree Lane, and, and we can do the giveaway there. Well, yeah. Brainstorming on the spot yeah. here. Uh, yeah. uh, you did that well. Move over, Richard Roscoe. We got a new hype man in town. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, October twenty fourth. Really, really thank you guys so much figgy. for driving all the way out to Shoulder Shoulder Studios and coming and sharing the Figgy story with us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it means a lot. Really you guys honored. are always welcome. You know, thank you. Guys. Tell thank us you about guys. your next adventure whenever that happens. Yeah, next season when you know the Figgy Fam is in full effect, and you guys can come on uh, we can kind of uh, take a look at uh, you know how the product has grown yeah. and hopefully that that MLS yeah. contract happens in the future and yeah. we can get one in a full kit um, you know we'll get the, uh, awesome. the full kit wanker figgy coming out sooner or later once that that, uh, <laughs> that all goes through so that would be really cool to yeah. see uh, that'd be I wish, amazing. Yeah. That'd be amazing. a little figgy family portrait yeah, yeah. yeah, I hope that happens. Um, you know, I think it would. I would love to see uh, you know the first one at at LAFC HQ when it has the the full kit. Maybe in partnership with YouTube TV, <laughs> Matt, and the, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and the next new kit. Who knows? Maybe there's a partnership in the works there. But uh, again, boys, thank you so much for coming out on behalf of Chris, Christian, myself, Sound Engineer Wilton. Doesn't get enough love on the show. Thank you, Doves. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and all the guys from Next Level Studios. Again, follow them at at Figgy underscore LA and order your figgies at www 
www.nextlevelstudios.net. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take us home, Sticks. Together, this our culture. Fill the force up a supernova. Stay flying that FC Dorsum. Hey, shopping down to Nikki's Koreatown Liddy. Cape us so mommy, about to drop her fifth. They won't need to stop, but I ain't. Come to my house, I'll defend that bank.